0: It always takes a moment because of the video all right yeah, yeah, yeah just intro while i hey what's up everybody what's up gamers today we are joined by jade aka they them on twitter uh it's it's your favorite melee radio show aptly titled radio melee and uh can't wait to talk to a bunch of you wonderful people out there live on air as always uh for those of you following along on youtube you're watching every week, but you're thinking, how do I get on the call? How do I actually talk to Toph and Peep one of these weeks? Come by on a Tuesday and uh, just either one of our Twitch chats, exclamation mark, Radio Melee, longtime listeners know the drill. You can hop on air and actually just ask us questions, provide us with your hot takes. Uh, talk to us about whatever's on your mind. But um, before that, uh, we're going to do a little chatting over here with Jade. How, how are y'all doing?
1: Thank you for having me. Uh, Doing pretty decent. Um, Funny you ask, like, two, almost exactly two hours ago, uh, Uh just secured um, uh, helping staff at uh, LTC. This coming uh, two weekends, one weekend? Times a social construct. But yeah, that's really (laughs) exciting, Uh, especially because, like, Uh, social quarantine for me and my household is pretty strict. And so, like, I can't Ah. do any land tournaments if it's not, like, a gig, like, considered work. Uh, But more opportunities to see people and just help out, and I'm super excited for that.
0: And you were at Riptide. You were also pretty much, you know, that was a gig for you, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, Riptide was so much fun. Uh, Ran so smooth. I was so surprised.
0: It was it was awesome, yeah. As someone who was there, it was uh, it was really a pleasure to just uh, first of all be at an offline tournament again for the first time in ages, and also just to see how well everything came together for what was really the first tournament in a series. You know, this isn't Riptide two, Riptide three. This is just Riptide. So I was really proud of of you know everybody for for, for, for getting it done. I had schedule it. Felt like a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, we were pretty pretty much on it. Uh, I think. A lot of what um, Contra and I, as, like, the volunteer coordinators on staff, uh, what <laughs> we went into it was thinking, like, okay, this is the first land major back, technically, and so what sort of things are we going to really make sure and not to say experiment with, but, like, what can we strategize in terms of, like, what can we do for, like, COVID safety? What can we do <clears> for, <throat> like, distancing? Uh, How are the logistics of, like, taking that into account going to work? Uh, We put a lot of thought into it, going into it.
0: Let me tell you, most offline tournaments I go to, the tournament venue is very close to the airport. There was a whole shuttle system that was running, like, through the night, on the hour, every hour, that was really, really well coordinated. Uh, uh, It it felt, like, super easy to understand, like, kind of how that worked. Um, I was really impressed with that for, like, how kind of in the middle of nowhere this place was. I actually had a question for you, though, Jade, because maybe this is me being out of the loop in terms of NorCal Melee, because for a couple of years there, I was really not going to that many locals. I was kind of only going to majors and all this stuff. Um, I feel like in terms of, like, working much of these, like, huge, like, you know, complicated events... Okay, when I think of Jade, what I've come to learn is that basically you are the person that puts the Discord server together. You are the person that kind of, you know, takes an event... And I I I gained a lot of respect for I think To's when I I did do this myself for I did a chess tournament at the beginning of the year for eight smashers literally only eight smashers and that felt like a I was putting together the, the Discord server and I was like this is crazy and I saw your whole workflow and I was like blown away as someone who's been been there and done it and in my opinion done I did I think I did a pretty mad job I was like this is insane this is so much uh, preparation but I I feel like I've you know until riptide at least i feel like you did more online events was riptide like one of the first like big offline things you really like staffed at in, in a major way or, or have you been doing offline events for a long time as well
1: good question uh so i got into melee at the same time i started toing which was like 2015 uh oh, wow and so it a lot of my early years uh like TOing for NorCal was really uh, on a local level. Like I was the head of like my college's smash scene. And so I did a lot of like basically all my tournaments primarily uh, through that. And uh, Riptide was literally my first out of region tournament. Like I've never been to a tournament outside of like NorCal or just like California in general. Mm. But I think other... Kind of notable stuff I helped out with. Um what is it? Uh the first tournament Brandon and I did, uh oh. Wombo Combo 10th anniversary about oh, like three-ish you, years oh. ago. Yeah, and that tournament was great awesome. Event.
2: Uh,
0: they no, had the zoo no, versus no. silent specter and, and and lucky or silent specter and tang uh, r- ten, wombo uh, cover run back and oh it was so good. There was
1: cake, it was Cake, I still got cake to this day.
0: There was a combo, combo cake. Mhm. You did that. Yeah. That was a that was a phenomenal event. Yeah, I was I was at that. I, I only I commentated like a lot at that event. It was it was a lot of fun. Mhm. Is that Was that the first time you really worked in Because cl- I you know over the rollback rumble days, I feel like you know the faces of rollback rumble are ba- of course Brandon. I mean it's on his channel and it's kind of his little baby.
2: Mm-hmm. But as well,
0: it's it's pretty much you as well as Nathan Sandwich, I would say, these days. Mm-hmm. Um, was Wombo Combo Anniversary really the tournament that kind of, you know, where you started working with Brandon in a major capacity?
1: I would say so, yeah. Uh, after Wombo Combo 10th Anniversary, I uh, if you're familiar with, like, uh, the Melee at the Maid and then the beefed-up Melee at the Maid remixes, uh, like, uh, there was one... Where uh, Brandon invited magi fat Goku, uh, yeah, K-H, a couple others I helped out i ha- with I have them for that, um, that those were yeah, also that was pretty a good fun. One. Mm, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the I'd was say one so book tenth was definitely like the first time technically, like I worked with Brandon the first time there directly, and it was it was really good. I'm really glad.
0: What did going to Riptide feel like then? because you know it's obviously for me, like I even felt like oh my God I haven't done this in so long. I haven't been to an IRL tournament in so long, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh this feels weird and new and different again. Um it must have been doubly so from the organizational standpoint where it it must have felt like very I'm sure it's really different from coordinating an online event, right? I mean, there's there's physical, there's meat space that you have to mm-hmm. account for.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's uh it was scary. It was a lot in the sense of just like uh, just Thinking about COVID stuff and just like my risk profile of for COVID, but also just like there is the responsibility when taking up the, that role of like coordinating volunteers, uh, throughout almost like most of the event was like there's also the responsibility of how do I make it so that not setting a good example but like doing the things that are COVID safe and like telling volunteers to do and like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: advising mm-hmm. i guess yeah that seems like really pp have you ever like coordinated it you know have you ran any no. online or offline tournaments no. or done that ever
3: no i've only funny. done
0: like one little online thing
3: people I, it's funny people would tell tell me hey you know all the other gods have run one leffin's run one you need to run one and i was like well oh! i never thought about it like that <laughs> so you could uh, do one yeah i mean i I imagine I'd put it together about like you put together that discord server to, um, I can't imagine that I have really any background or anything. We have to, we'd have to talk to Jade about it get some help probably, but, uh, yeah, <laughs>
2: I'm down <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: to figure something out. But yeah, if you guys don't know, um, we, we, we've got Jade on here today, a TO that, you know, as you can hear has, has worked with rollback Roma, but has worked with a lot of other events and now including offline ones, which sounds like they did a phenomenal job with it. And, um, uh, also, I wanted to highlight um, Jade as a as a non-binary gamer in the melee community, um, and I and we were talking beforehand, and and their story actually is is really interesting because as they they were telling me as they grew as a TL, they also learned more about themselves, which I think is just a great story for anyone in the community, but certainly people that are looking to find themselves. So um, I didn't know that before getting them on, but it's been that's that's a great bonus um, to to hear about that, and so we can either get into that now. Or we can um, get into uh, community voice and callers, but I wanted to kind of make that clear just from the from the get go, so there wasn't any confusion. Yeah, you,
0: you uh, Jade, how do you feel? You want to talk about that at the end, or you want to talk about that now? Because I'm, I'm I'm that sounds like a cool story too. Yeah,
1: I'm super I'm super down to get into it now. Uh, I do have one thing I want to add to what I said earlier. Sure. Yeah. Uh, like Tofu mentioned about like needing to take in like the physical space of a venue too when yeah. it comes to like LAN events versus like online events. Uh, the way my TOing style works is that uh, the physical space and the logistics of how you're going to set everything up and mm-hmm. how the natural flow of people is going to just happen. Uh, the closest equivalent for that for net play tournaments to me is the discord space. Like that is oh. the oh. space that people are in. And so uh, one big thing that like uh, both learning during pan- during the pandemic, but like also in general is like, how do I adapt uh, my approach to like uh, optimizing the logistics of like a physical space? How do I bring that onto like a discord? And like how, what is, good flow for like players what's a good flow for like staff when it comes to like a space that is a discord like server
3: there's not like uh i guess there's not like a to handbook or anything that talks about like optimizing that or allowing for people to to be coordinated in such a way where they're in groups so they're more likely to just be able to know who they're going to play sooner or something like that you just have to kind of figure that up and make that up for yourself i guess
1: Oh, yeah, a big trial and error and also just like uh, not being afraid of like asking other TOs, you know,
2: Mm.
1: Uh, like if somebody has more experience in like another aspect, uh, just there's so much to learn about TOing and there's just like no, there's, there's no like cap on like how much you can learn and how much you can improve.
3: Do you feel like other TOs were always willing to help you and work with you?
1: Ooh, I have to think about that one. Mostly because Good question. I'm trying to think about like like it, it, like what era is, is this question about? Cuz I I guess like Yeah, it's a really hard question.
3: Okay. Well, um <laughs> if if uh if there are I guess qualifiers to it, then I mean, uh we can go for today, right? If there are any aspiring TOs out there, they might want to know how easy would it be to work with to work with uh, you know their fellow colleagues to to learn things because like you said there are so many things to learn about that um, how easy would it be for them to get into the TOing space and to and to contact their peers and learn more
1: like nowadays it's uh, it's much more accessible to like find information or like find the people who have the information you want to learn and like. Mm. TOs in general are very open and and down to, like, spread the joy of, like, running tournaments, Uh, especially uh, during COVID because, like, everything is online and, like, uh, we're all just communicating through each other, like, like in this format. Mm. Uh, It's easier and, like, more accessible to just be like, oh, uh, I'm literally just going to shoot you a DM and ask some questions. And, you know, worst case... They don't They don't answer, but <laughs> best case, you know, they recommend you other people, they talk to you, they discuss. like, yeah, I, I'd say in the present sense,, um, it's very accessible to be able to like uh, obtain that information as like a new T.O. looking to like learn.
3: Cool.
0: You know what that actually reminds me a lot of? Um, That reminds me a lot of, like, how I've heard controller modders in the kind of controller modder community talk about... I mean, you look at a couple years ago, I remember when the only person doing it at any scale was Typo. Um, And then you fast forward to today, and, I mean, there are, like, just top quality controller modders all over the place. I feel like almost every local scene has at least one. Um, and I think it's. I feel like it's very collaborative when I talk to any of them. I feel like they all kind of bounce ideas off each other um, in a very similar way to how uh, Jade you just described with with TOing, which I think is neat. That a lot of these kind of subdisciplines, if you if you will, have kind of become more and more collaborative, especially over uh, the more online era and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's also really uh, like interesting to that like at least uh in my experience and like from what I've observed uh it's it, nowadays uh TOs are like TOs specialize in things. Everyone specializes in a thing. Um mm-hmm. but like nowadays uh TOs have more ability to, to like do other roles that they may not have like had access or like the knowledge to do that role beforehand. Um like I don't want to say, like, you could switch people out, but, like, uh, really core, important things, like, more people are learning that, and I think that's, like, super notable.
2: Hmm.
0: (laughs) What do you, what would you say, uh, and, I mean, granted, this may, this answer may have changed over the years, given that, obviously, now you've done Riptide, you're going to LTC next, Uh, but at least maybe you used to think what what do you think your specialty or your specialization was? Did you have something you kind of pride, prided yourself on, or?
1: Ooh. Ooh. I, I'm gonna rein myself in, because I could just talk no, about no, 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 no. the inner workings in. of my brain. <laughs> don't um, don't rein
0: yourself in. Just geek out as much as you want.
1: Uh, I, it's hard to say, like, what my TO, like, core style was for the first mm-hmm. couple years, because, like, Literally for the first, like, what, four, four and a half years of, like, me TOing, it was just like a, oh, uh, I'm just running cool tournaments because (sighs) I like to see melee happen, but I'm just doing stuff. And then, uh, coming into, like, now, I would say, I would say, like, my specialization when it comes to TOing is, I guess, like, uh, logistics optimization and, like, streamlining communication flow between multiple different groups of people. Um, which counts as logistics, actually. Can you
3: but... explain a little bit how you differentiate yourself there? Because to me, those mm-hmm. are buzzwords, and I don't understand anything. I am a child. You have to educate me.
1: Oh, that's fair. Uh, uh, ooh, where'd that thought go? Where'd that thought go? Ooh, yes. Okay. Um, so when I'm thinking of, like like, what I mentioned earlier, how, like, Okay, so a lot of logistics that I focus, slash, I guess now, focus on when it comes to, like, LAN, uh, is, like, there's, like, you have the floor splay, the, sorry, the floor space, and, uh, have any of you seen, uh, the movie The Founder?
0: No. Uh, no. (laughs) There's this,
1: it's about, uh, basically the origin story of McDonald's, but, um, uh, One notable scene that has stuck with me is when it when it came to, like, the scene of, like, oh, yes, we're going to plan out the floor plan of, like, where things are in this fast food mm. kitchen, uh, they went to a tennis court. They, uh, by scale, uh, delineated how much space there was, and using, like, tape and, like, chalk, uh, they set up, like, where things would go, and they made everyone practice that. And I'm not saying I do that, but I definitely think a lot about like the floor space. How can I orient setups, the TO desk, the check-in area, like signs to direct people? How do I take those and orient them to where it's as easy as possible to either find or like it's as easy as possible to access? And that
3: reminds me. Uh, remember this? To when Hotbed was talking about doing that for the the summit setup, like how he said, there yeah, was thought that went into the placement of every little thing. That's very interesting. Where <laughs> the
0: food is served, where yeah. the
3: uh, the the the
0: commentator couches relative to the camera. You know how much space to allow to people in the back and stuff like that. Yeah, that. And it's it's PP. You know, maybe I'll just show it to you later. You got to see Jade has a. will you call it like a guide or a document? I've seen kind of, it's, it's, what, I don't know if there's a name of it, but it's basically, this is how, I mean, I've only seen it done for the online tournaments, right? So I've seen Jade's guide to, like, how to set up, again, the the Discord server and how to make it as obvious as possible for, like, someone coming in. Because, like, okay, as a commentator, I'll often have questions for, like, and I'll want to know who to ask and, like, where to find this information. And you can really set up, I mean, and this is obviously, I think, magnified tenfold when it comes to an offline tournament. But online even, you know, there's so many tournaments where there there's there's definitely events that I've I've worked where it's really, really easy. And I'm just really impressed by how easy they made it to to find information. And there's events that might be newer or something where that's not the case and I'm scrambling and I have to I'm like, I gotta ask the head to and then you know the head to doesn't want to answer my stupid questions about what what, what, <laughs> what have you, right? They've got more important things to do. Right. So um you you see it a lot. You see it a lot. And uh Jay's got this Oh, yeah, what is it? Would you call it a document? What, you know what I'm talking about, right, Jade?
1: Uh, is it one of just the Twitter threads where I just ramble about optimization of Discord servers?
2: <laughs>
0: yes, <There's>... and <laughs> down uh-huh. to like yes, and it was down to like you know these are the emojis you use to like make it really <laughs> obvious. Oh, yeah, like, for the channel names, like where sure. to go for this. Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like like I mentioned a little bit earlier how like taking my approach to like optimizing a physical venue and like adapting that to a Discord server, which is like the venue for NetPlay tournaments basically mm. was like challenging in the good way because I have to take all like the thoughts of like communication flows as in like, oh, at a LAN tournament, if you want to ask a TO a question, you could just go up to the To desk. Uh right. But like uh early on When it came to netplay tournaments something i've learned is that like one example of like a communication flow is like oh i'm observing a lot of netplay tournaments uh including some of my earlier ones where like there isn't a channel where people can specifically just ask questions so like the tos will get pinged in like five different general chats with a random question and so i thought you know how do I make the communication flow of players to TOs when it's just, like, asking all the questions? How do I make it more streamlined and easy and, like, consolidated to where you can just go to that channel and be like, oh, yeah, let me just answer all these questions. Because, like, less, keys, less keystrokes, less typing, but, like, it's just optimal, you know? But, like, setting up a channel for, like, oh, yeah, this one is specifically just for questions. Like, ask a TO uh, was, like, one example of just, like, oh, yeah, like, that is how I streamline communication of, like, players to TOs. Um, I think it's super notable to also think about the staff side, like, when it comes to staff-specific servers, because then it's, like, not only are the players experiencing it, it's also, like, uh... How smooth your team runs also depends on, like, how set up, and I don't want to say organized, but how streamlined your Discord server is. Like, you want things to be easy to find. Like, take five days of Melee. Um, Sometimes when I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that one thing, and I want to go back, and I just want to try to find it. There are so many channels, and I get overwhelmed, and it's like, ooh, yeah. I'm gonna uh, have be, have a struggle, um, uh-huh. and then when it came to like uh, improving my own like staff servers and tournament servers, it's like, okay, how do I make things as easy to find, uh, easy to like differentiate things from each other, like categories of channels? Like this is obviously the channels for like production. This is the channel for like content, etc
0: yeah rollback Rumble, the big one was like a really good example of this because I remember uh as i I, I, I might have had like it was so cool how there was like I remember there was like uh there were roles and 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 server group or channel groups for like specific commentary for specific days. So you jump into the server and there was a sh- obviously there's a shitload of channels. but it was immediately like, okay, today is Saturday, or today's thats yeah Saturday. Like, this is the area I need to look for, like, what I need to do today. And, like, you can immediately just trim out all the other stuff in your mind. Because, obviously, there's otherwise there's a lot in there that you need to somehow filter through. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought that was really, really smart when I was uh, helping out with that event. That was really, really cool.
1: Thank you. Just one little example. Um, Yeah, the big one was uh, ambitious on all fronts. Uh, But, like, with commentary, it was like, wow. We, Brandon and I were just like, you know what? We love all the homies who are commentating. Let's just have them all on, basically. And then (laughs) I I sat back and I was like, wow, these are a lot of commentators. And then I was like, well, eh." another thing of like optimizing logistics, like the big one prep was like, I'm doing many things and like optimizing things means I like shave off a little bit of time instead of pinging Like the 10 commentators for like Saturday, for example, I will just make specific roles for the big days, like Saturday, Friday, Thursday, Sunday, and just, you know, I can just add one thing and be like, okay, here's your information. Here's your stuff. I don't need to add like 10 different things.
0: Not only was that awesome for probably for you because you could literally just add the role. For mm-hmm. me, I remember I was like, man, what days do I commentate it? I went in, <laughs> I hovered over my name. It was like Thursday commentary, Saturday commentary. I was like, got it. I'm busy Thursday and Saturday. I'm done. I'm out of here. Like, it was like mm-hmm. so easy. Mm. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I thought that was genius. I thought that was like super genius. But anyway.
2: Thank um, you.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I just think this, this kind of thing is fascinating. Not that I do it myself very much, but I have a lot of respect for the craft. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not something that everyone thinks about, you know, which Mm -hmm. I always like uh, is is cool. I feel like uh, getting people to think about things that they don't always think about is neat. It's like a whole subcategory of content on YouTube, right? I don't know. I always get these Mm -hmm. videos that are like yesterday I was watching a video about here's how, uh, you know, here's how a jet engine works such that it's okay if somehow a bird accidentally flies into it. And it was like I was watching this video, and I was like, "Wow, I sure have (laughs) never thought about this problem before." But, but I'm glad that I'm learning about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty notable for like tournament running specifically too, because like uh, Mm -hmm. I would say like years ago, a couple years ago, like it it was a sort of thing where like uh, to like tos and like what goes into running tournaments wasn't Mm -hmm. like. I don't want to say like an acknowledged thing, but like uh, knowing what exactly goes into them was super niche, pretty specialized. Like not many players really knew exactly what into them. But like nowadays, like more TOs, more access to information, more ability to uh, just talk to other people in the community. Mm
4: -hmm. I would
1: say that like people do have like a general sense of like, oh, the, the kind of like branches and teams that go into like running a tournament.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, you know, I, I I I love, you know, I've I've loved learning about a lot of this and I'm glad we've taken the time to do it. I think it's been super cool. It sounds like you're really knowledgeable about it, honestly, which is awesome. Cause I I think this is gonna prove so valuable for I think a lot of the people that do call in. And once again, I will encourage everyone to do that. Exclamation radio melee in mine and TOFS chat. That's right. Uh, join the server. Submit topics here and ask questions for uh, Jade uh, or Toph and myself, um, Jade, of course, having a lot of experience with TOing, as you've just heard, but also their experience as a non-binary gamer in the uh, Melee community and how, how that's been. So uh, I'm certainly interested to learn more about all of that, but I think right before we get into questions and, and everything there, I would like to uh, take a moment uh, to check out our community voice answers from uh, last week. So I think we had a couple, and I believe the, I don't remember the question fully, but I'm sure it'll be on screen in a moment. Provided by IBDW, it was like, the tournament, uh, essentially, which
0: tournament would you you want to go to if you've never, you know, been to this tournament or if you've never been to a tournament? Which tournament would you want to go to? Mm
2: -hmm. Kenny
0: the Kid responding, I feel like Genesis 8 is the tournament to go to since it'll be the tourney that everyone will go to. Uh, since quarantine, simply simply put, started back in early 2020. I think Genesis 8 is gonna be huge, yeah. I think, yeah. um, uh, okay, well, I mean, I'm
2: NorCal, as is
0: Jade, I feel like for, for, for NorCal Denizens in particular, it's an easy tournament to recommend. I only have to drive 30-40 minutes to get there, but oh, e- even mm-hmm. if I wasn't, I mean, Genesis 1 was awesome, too, and, and and 3 onwards. I mean, every every Genesis tournament has been really, really special. Um, I mean, we've geeked out about it on, on Radio Melee several times at this point, but I'm really looking forward to that one. I think it's going to be a phenomenal event.
3: As a TO, I guess, really quick, Jade, I mean, what, what mm-hmm. do you, how do you feel about Genesis?
1: Uh, that's a great question. Uh, for Genesis, um, it Sheridan passed the Melee director roles to Nathan Sandwich and me. Uh, mm-hmm. So for Genesis 8, that's going to be really exciting. Wow. And, like, a really good challenge, I think.
0: What is Sheridan's role, then?
3: Head TO, you, I
1: guess? Yeah, like, it's still, like, head director of, like,
0: mm.
1: everything, I would say.
0: I see. You're you're specifically the melee.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, eh, he doesn't need to go in the deep dive to see how melee's doing. He can just ask one of us, and we'll make sure right, stuff right, is going right. and everything.
2: Cool. Got it.
3: Is there, was there another answer, or was that the the only community? There we go. There's another Here we one. go,
0: Punk. Community choice. I'm from New England, so Shine is the obvious answer. I've also heard that Shine is really good for people who want to... I hear this, too. I hear there are a yeah. ton of setups at Shine.
2: Yeah.
0: Really good for people who want to find setups and play with a lot of different people outside of tournament time or after getting eliminated. I'm not a particularly competitive person, so just being able to play more and not having my melee time be restricted to competing really appeals to me.
3: That's pretty cool, and I think it gets it really prioritizes the in person experience. Now, I think maybe at like scale, like Genesis, it'd be really hard to have setups for everyone. I don't really know. Again, not a TO. Like <laughs> uh, we have TOs um, on call here to uh, validate whatever nonsense I say, but I, I do like that Shine has has prioritized that, and it it seems. To, I mean, it, for competitive people, it appeals to them because they get to keep playing. For um, people that aren't trying to compete as seriously, they still just get to play. So, uh, you know, it gets you more bang for your buck, which I think is pretty nice.
0: I will say that over the years, like number of setups or just like not even specifically the number, but just general feel for like the average like for the average player. How easy was it for me to just like be able to sit down and play friendly somewhere without having without feeling like all of the TVs were taken up all the time. Um, that's like a consistent thing that pretty much everyone that's like a consistent metric that pretty much everyone uses to evaluate. Like, how fun a tournament was to go to. Like, you always hear it. Like, people are like, man, this tournament was so fun to go to because they had all these friendly setups. I got to play, man, I got to play with this guy. I got to play with these people, play doubles with these people. Man, great tournament. Like, you, all, you always hear that. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. I mean, I will say that from my experience, I feel like Genesis has always been pr- pretty good about it. You know, I, I was geeking out about Air the other time, too. Air 5. And uh, Air 5 actually, at the time, broke the record by a lot. For number of setups at a tournament, oh. uh, which was the reason that, in spite of having over a thousand entrants, um, they actually did round robin pools. In fact, they did two waves of round robin pools.
3: Oh, yeah, cow. that
0: sounds impossible, right?
2: Oh,
3: I was like, cow. "There's
0: no way this isn't going to work. You can't do a thousand entrants and do round robin pools." Ambitious, mm-hmm. and it worked, and it ran on time. And Incredible. I was like, "That's crazy, huh?" Um, Beautiful. Yeah, it was really I was really impressed. Uh, and yeah, num- I mean number of setups. They had like hundred and fifty setups, I think. It was That's like setups. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was a
0: lot. It was really impressive. I don't I have a lot of respect for, for the, the, the air team over there in, in the UK. They, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But anyway.
2: Yeah.
3: Um all right. Well, I mean So I I love hearing about uh, majors, but I also want to hear from the people, the good people out there. I love hearing from the people. Yeah, so let's see if we can bring our first caller in today. Um, We've got uh, Jeff Thaniel, if I'm saying that right. Jeff
0: Thaniel.
3: Maybe, maybe not. You can correct me, but hello, Jeff Thaniel. Where are you calling in from, and uh, what's your question for us
4: today? Hi, guys. Yes, it is Jeff Thaniel. I'm calling from Indiana. I don't think we've been repped yet. Let's go Indiana. It was always the first time, and uh, just some just some context to preface my question. I'm a part of a small community for uh, for an esports game called Laser League. The previous developers kind of left it for dead, but we are getting a free to play re release, and we're really trying huh. to um, start up a movement and gain traction towards the game. And melee is often referred to as a grassroots game and community, and it's definitely my biggest inspiration when I think about spearheading the movement. So my question for you all is, uh, kind of a doozy, some multiple parts, but how was Melee before it became Melee? <laughs> how did the community do its part to bring it where it is today? And what are some things that I can consider when trying to build a big community?
3: This is a cool question. Wow. Holy cow, I love this <gasps> question. Um man i mean melee before it was <laughs> a lot i mean most yeah. of my time when i was competing was before it was it was the melee so i am very aware of how that was i mean back then there was uh the community was a lot more we'll say rugged and i i mean this in a positive and not so positive way obviously the positive being people were willing to drive hours just to play friendlies with someone or spe- and, and for tournaments even longer and um i mean m2k would just go around on buses just going to tournaments and that's all he did um i mean you know so i think there was there was a real spirit of we love this game and we are willing to do anything for it and i think that spirit just brought a lot of moments it brought us wombo combo honestly and that was something that while it was funny because we were like well everyone knows wombo combo but no one wants to play melee this is unfair <laughs> right so yeah uh, we had we had all of these like thi- we had things that could come out and people could hear about melee a little bit but they wouldn't play and that drove us crazy but the thing is we just kept playing because we loved it it was just awesome and i think if there's one thing i can tell you is uh just love your scene i mean because with, with that, I mean, Samox started working on the documentary. He was working on it before Evo happened, uh, before we got back into Evo. So, I mean, because of the storylines there, that made that happen. So, I mean, the more that you develop storylines, the more that you um, create interest in, in I guess, players of every level, sure. But interest in players of high level worked for us. Um, and the F- and in some other parts of the FGC, I think they think our, quote, hero worship is weird. So maybe that's not your <laughs> style. But th- I'm just telling you about how it was for us um so there are other so those storylines were valuable and um yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else i mean maybe i'll just stop it there and let let hope and jade handle it but yeah i think you know loving the game if i could give you one thing and that would be it
2: yeah
0: i i won't i won't say too much i'll let i'll let jade generally go first but i will say that, uh, that that's kind of a common sentiment is just like the the game carries you know
2: the game's got to be good
1: um uh, tough questions i don't know if i feel qualified to speak on the first two of like how was melee before it really became melee and like how did the community do its part then to bring it where it is today mostly because like uh like i mentioned earlier like i got into melee
2: 2015
1: mm. and i Yes, I'm not. I'm not technically a newbie, but there are times where, like, I definitely check myself and, like, I feel like a newbie because, like, I don't know, uh, like as much as a lot of like old school and like other people, uh, know of like the culture of melee before it became like big.
2: Mm-hmm, um, yeah.
1: But yeah. Tough questions. Uh, th- those are the kind of qu- really good questions. They're also the type of questions I would like have to introspect like reflect and like really think about deeply.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. tough, right? Because this is live. You're on the spot. So no worry if you if you want to pass. I mean, we have guests sometimes they're like I'm, <laughs> I think Plup one time was like I'm not answering this. <laughs> you could <know, laughs> do whatever you I, want here. I I yeah, if I I mean, here's the thing. Um it's tough
0: because I feel like the way games grow today is somewhat different in a lot of ways from the ways games grew back then and you can look no further than like kind of the streaming meta and the content meta and stuff like that Mm. and i you know it's i feel like melee was very lucky because melee had uh first of all first of all melee uh was was you know like or is a really, really good game. And like people, even before Melee was getting super big during like, you know, kind of the Evo era and like after the 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 dock came out, um the game still had a pretty, you know, pretty sizable following. Like, you know, Smashboards was pretty active back then. And you know, Melee was out for a long time before Brawl came out, which I think had part to do with kind of how this ended up being the case. Um But yeah, if I was doing this with, like, I guess my answer, like, what Melee did to bring Melee to where it is today uh, would actually be a little bit different from what I would do if I was in charge of growing a a small modern indie esports game community. And I will say that, like, with Melee, uh, it was extremely organic. Like, the dock was a thing, and the dock was, you know, the... Shoutouts to Samox, right? Samox's melee documentary was uh aka the Smash Brothers was huge, but even the Smash Brothers was only really possible because the melee community had so much lore and backstory already, with you know, the Ken and Isaiah days and Mute King, PC Chris, and all that stuff, right? Um, and so you know, and then what what kind of made all that stuff happen was uh uh i mean part of that was like mlg for example and i also just think that there was kind of uh you know 2001 through the early 2000s were sort of this interesting time in fighting games in general where like um for a while there weren't that many new i mean when you think about the the gap between when melee came out and when brawl came out there there, there weren't that many new games coming out for a while so you know you look at for example marvel's capcom 2 right the gap between that and, and marvel 3 which came out in 2009 so there were a lot of games that that had pretty storied communities, like getting into the mid to late two thousands, I think, and that's why you had these, you know, this wealth of uh, of, of, of of tournament lore and and, and community lore um, that made things like the documentary even possible. And yeah, of course, if I was doing it today, if I had to do it today. Uh, I mean again, I think the number one thing that I want to that I think cannot be overstated is that you can growth hack and you can, you know, like do all this stuff that like should work in theory and um at the end of the day like I I I feel like a big big part of it is just how good the game is. Like PP said originally. I'm just echoing PP sentiment here like if the game is really 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 good and people want to play it and I mean there's a lot of factors that go into how good the game is. Like um uh, you know, I think a lot of people over, or, or, sorry, overstate, other way around. I think a lot of people understate how important, for, for better and for worse, how important I think the Smash Brothers and Nintendo IP is to to Melee. I, you know, people have tried to make, kind of, you know, Melee clones that aren't really using Nintendo IP over the years, but I think that a lot, you know, whether people want to admit it, I, I think that if, with, with Smash Bros. in particular, I think a lot of the reason people do kind of get drawn to it is because they are this colorful cast of characters that people you know, have a lot of nostalgia for. But I think that goes into the quality of the game. And I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things you can say about what the community did. But I think um, we've always had that, like that really strong backbone of like, and and Mango, Mango said this in a really eloquent way on his stream one time, but he was saying something like, you know, the crux of it was like, you know, hey, even if everyone else quits and moves on to whatever the hell blah, blah 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 blah, I'll be 50 years I'll be 50 years old, you know, playing Falcon Dittos with whoever the hell, you know, in my rocking chair if 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 that's what the community comes down to, you know. And and I don't know that every game people would go to bat for like that. So, that's just something to consider.
3: Um I will I want Jeff Daniel and I think the name of the game was laser league, but I could be wrong. I want that game. Hell yeah. Hope. So yeah, I, I'm, I was thinking while you were talking Tove, I, I was like, man, let me uh, look it up right now. think. What was something that the community did that was like really cool for melee. And I realized that a big part of our culture, and this is very interesting because it's yeah. something that we don't do so much now, but it's something we did all the time before we blew up was combo mm-hmm. videos and I but I, and I was thinking yeah. about the purpose yep. of I was thinking about the purpose of combo videos not as like a thing in themselves, but how it sustained the community. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about how every time someone dropped a new combo video, like usually people watched it because there wasn't a ton of content that wasn't tournaments. But everyone wanted to see a combo video like what was the editing going to be like were you going to learn something new you know who was it performed on um mm-hmm. like you would, or what is a showcase like about this rising rising region or, or player or something you would always be kind of curious um and yeah. so i i don't know you you mean Maybe you guys call it montages or something, or maybe this is not your thing, right? And it and it ties into a little bit to what Tof was talking about with content, but maybe there, but the thing about combo videos was it got us excited. It got us thinking about the possibilities in Melee. It got us wanting to learn more and discover more. Like you would watch a combo video and then be like, oh, I want to play that character, or I just want to play Melee. That was cool right like if there's stuff like that going on and you can feed that into playing with someone you can feed that into discussion and wherever that is probably on a discord server for you guys but the easier you can make that the uh the communications workflow the buzzwords that I have learned today I will use them now um but you if the easier you can make it for people to to join the community be excited and to keep that excitement going through their process i would say is something that we did really well and probably Mm. led into a lot of growth as well so that's something i could add for you and hopefully that's helpful
0: if you can get one like dude if you could get one whatever the equivalent of a combo you know it could be like a montage or something and this kind of of ties into it's funny because. Yeah, the way we market stuff today is different than how we used to do it. And yet some things are kind of similar if you know where to look. Like, I think we even talked about this on Radio Melee before. What I would, like, what I think would, if you could get, like, I don't know, if there was a way to, like, the best case scenario was, like, a sick montage for your game, or, like, I mean, it could even be tournament highlights, but it could also just be, like, combo video footage, right? The style, like, PP was saying, where people literally would just curate it from their own, whatever, their, their own matches. Like, if you can get a single one of those sorts of videos to, like, go a little bit viral... Um, yeah. like that would do that just would do wonders. I feel like so much of like picking up a new competitive game for a lot of people is like you see someone play it at a very high level and you're like, oh damn, this looks cool. What is this? How do I? Can I do this? You know? And 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 that's like the, that's what you want to get people to feel. And yeah, I think melee melee combo videos did that in spades. Yeah, like you you watch one, you'd be like, oh, this is so cool. Like I want to do stuff like this. You know? So.
3: Yeah, so yeah. I I think we've given you a lot there uh Jeff Daniel. Hopefully that that Hope answers so. your question fairly well and uh you're inspired to go and and bring your game forth. Everybody check out Laser League. Available on Steam. Is it available on Steam?
4: Yeah, so right now um we're we're uh prepping for a re-release. Um it's going it's going free to play, which hopefully is going to be really mm. good for the community. Um Yeah. But, uh, just touching a little bit on uh, on your guys' notes. I know I've been on for a little bit now. Um about like the combo video um craze and i i think i think it still does um come up even nowadays you know ultimate some of the best content comes from the the the, the short little online co- like c- compilations of clips um mm-hmm. sometimes with like you know memes on it and, and such um and it's so literally that- how alpharet got to a million subscribers right right yeah and so that that's inspired us to take the social media approach because um mm-hmm. we don't have the the link and mario and 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 you know do those ips to back us up and so we're he's running
3: the yingling campaign he's doing it all through twitter
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well yeah this has been great guys uh, a lot of stuff to consider
3: all right well Best um, of good luck and uh hopefully we'll see Laz- you and laser League around.
4: Yeah, Um. It, it, am I am I good to make some shout-outs? Make some shout-outs. Absolutely, please do. I appreciate it. So, Um. yeah, big shout-outs to the Laser League Discord and subreddit. You know, we are trying our best. <laughs> shout-outs to uh, Sunken City Games and Michigan and Connor or Nergerino. I miss you guys dearly. And uh, shout-outs to the Chiluminati and Chillin' Dude. That's my dog. <laughs> nice. That's my dog. Let's go. All right,
3: take care, gamer.
4: I appreciate you. that.
3: Oh my! Well, I wasn't expecting that today. But, That's a uh, good
0: question. That's a Some good question. People, I, let me tell you, radio melee callers, man, radio they melee callers—they got those, uh, you know, they got them brain cells
3: activated, yeah. Let's firing. See. I'm you know ready I'm for <laughs> Pajoncho's next question. Oh, we got Pajoncho back. What's up, Pajoncho? At it once again. What's up, Pajoncho? Right. Where are you calling in from? What's your question today, gamer?
5: Hey dating. guys, uh, sorry, uh, I-, I was. I, I got overwhelmed by both the the Twitch stream and also PPMD's voice at the same time. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, hey, this is Pijancho again. I don't know how many times it's been now. Uh, calling in from New Jersey.
2: <laughs> um, New Jersey. I actually don't. I don't love New
5: Jersey. I don't but it's love fine. New Jersey either. But... I love Pijancho. So. I, like <laughs> I am. I'm sorry, but also flattered. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh yeah, um holy cow, what even was my question? I was playing Tetris for like the past 10 minutes. Uh <laughs> Uh okay, yeah, here we go. Okay, so I wanted to ask um aside from main events like mm. melee and ultimate singles usually, uh what considerations go into which side events or other games get featured in the lineup at any given tournament?
3: Is I would like... love I'd yeah. love to hear the answer to this question. Mm. That's a cool
5: um question. Is there like, is there any public outreach? Do do um do like say like community members or like game developers ever reach out with like an event in mind, or is it ever vice versa? Do like the tos ever reach out? Um, and if so, like what what exactly are you looking for when you're considering like a certain side event or something That's like that?
3: Such a good question. Gonna... I'm very curious about this.
1: Hmm. Oh, I it's funny you ask this um because i would say for a lot of the at least like lan majors the few ones that like i've been helping out with uh it was, i wasn't in like an admin role for those things to make those like decisions of like what side events and what games so my answer is only coming from my experience which is like uh, locals regionals monthlies and then like uh Net play majors in like regionals and all that uh i would say personally um i part of the reason ito is because i love to see melee happen and i love to see sick melee happen so i think oh uh, what's what's fun what do i love watching what do i think uh turn there should be more tournaments for so like uh me being norcal norcal loves teams i love teams i always tried to have doubles in my like events uh but for the big one uh, in particular when it was just like okay wow these are a lot of days we gotta plan stuff for and like what do we want to have at this event and Brandon and i were on similar wavelengths where it was just like you know what what's really fun that should get more screen time and so we were just like not just doubles but like uh, like volleyball doubles is like sick and just uh, very niche, but is super fun to watch every time I I see it. Uh, like Wolf Bracket's pretty interesting. Um, just like I always love to see like Gaelic Bracket, Smash Sister Crew battles, crew battles in general. So it, it can be super, super, super hard to just not even just like plan out, but like corral everyone. You know, like scheduling mm. is the true enemy for crew <laughs> battles. But when it falls together, I love crew battles. Like I love
2: crew battles.
0: Yeah, really it's just like also
1: uh,
2: crew battles.
1: (laughs) What is fun? What do I think is gonna be super sick to have at my tournaments? And like, you know what? Yeah, let's run it, is usually how my thought process goes.
3: Um do you, so I'm curious, do you have any control over what is run at Genesis? Cause you're the, uh, I, maybe not, but I was kind of curious like, what your, what your understanding or experience with that was. Cause I know they run 64 there a lot of the time. And I think rivals has been there. Um, and I don't know if, if you have any knowledge about what other TOs do to make those decisions. Like, is it good to try and bring in people that, are in smash or at least closely related to smash for that um or or you know how do you decide when to bring in like street fighter or marvel or something is that just if there's enough time and space or because you know those often aren't going to get as many entrants like is that a consideration is that something that you are thinking about right now or or is that not something yet i'm just kind of curious
1: that's also a good question uh in regards to genesis i don't know how much uh like I can influence exactly when it comes to like it, suggesting other side events and side games specifically. But I will say, uh I was asked like I think like a month or two ago, like, oh yeah, like if there's anything that you can think of uh that you miss Genesis having or like you think would be cool to have Genesis, mm-hmm. just let us know. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I want to bring back the RPS single elim bracket tournament. Like, <laughs> I need that in my life. Like, please, uh, I, I just, it, it's just the, like this is the deep calling. Like, I need to make it happen. Beautiful. Like, yeah,
5: really, the highest level melee you could. We, achieve. we
3: just oh, had yeah. on a guy that was like, please save our laser league, and you're like, nope, RPS at Genesis.
5: <laughs> Your mind game.
3: <laughs> no, I love. There that. was one year,
0: I believe it was Genesis four, where that was the year, or I mean. And not that this only happened for one year, but at least that was the year that a lot of NorCal was really in the Catherine, competitive Catherine, and uh, mm. Sheridan reached out, and, and we put a, a a Catherine side bracket together at uh, Genesis 4, which was super fun, obviously. I think I actually did TO that. Um, mm. uh, and uh, it's the only thing I've ever... I think it's the only bracket I've ever had on SmashyG. Um And it was really really cool that 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 happened um and i think that just kind of happened because sheridan had a you know as you know excellent magical drop three or magical drop two or whatever it is player i think sheridan has an innate interest in puzzle games and this Mm. competitive puzzle game you know wave was hitting norcal and he was like you know what fuck it let's run it and uh (laughs) and it was it was awesome it was really good and uh uh i'm really i'm really glad that happened um and you know who knows maybe maybe one day if the cards if it's in the cards we'll we'll bring it back but uh, yeah that was you know I think funny? that was literally just because Sheridan sure, just thought you it was know what's dope.
3: funny about this as I you know I imagine I think about I've heard about how you know developers will pay to get their games into certain yeah. places or whatever and for us it's just like man you know well, it'd be cool it'd be cool <laughs> if we just did isn't this. that Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> isn't that when you
0: when you really get down to it, this is something I've kind of sort of slowly realized over the years. Like in esports, that does ha- that kind of happens a lot, you know? Like when you look at um I don't know, like even talking to Hotbit when Hotbit was first pitching melee at ESL and 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 eventually, you know, you read his whole write-up about how he was, yeah. you know, he's very old school. You know, a lot of that stuff I think was just because he thought melee was dope and he like wanted to pitch it and he wanted to run it, you know? And like I You know, now that I've got, you know, I think about kind of like esports as a whole and, and how it runs a lot of the time and how the sustainability works. And, you know, a lot of the time you've just got people who want to do cool things that, uh, you know, I feel like that's so much of what makes just competitive gaming as a whole work is like that. And if you didn't have that at the core, like if you didn't have those people that are motivated more by that drive... Than by money, I I I just don't think I don't think the industry would stand up at all, you know. Golden Garden, look at Golden Gardens, right? Like like the people on the team. Now that I've gotten to meet, you know, so many of the people that run things here at Golden Gardens behind behind the scenes, I've kind of come to realize, like you know, I think a lot of the reason, you know, we're doing what we're doing in terms of uh, melee content is is because, it just seemed cool to do, and now it's like you know, screw it, let's do it. Um,
3: I think that's more true with melee though and then a lot, like other games
0: a lot of esports i think when you when you really get down to it um at least when they started at least yeah, when they started I, maybe yeah, maybe I'm not it's talking kind of
3: yeah i mean na- i think now it's a little different but yeah i'm sure every every everything had to get it start um some way like that or another. Mm-hmm. i agree with that for sure um did any of this discussion spark anything else with you jade
1: just thinking to be honest like reflecting
3: (laughs) sure sure i mean i'm this is cool i mean uh, it'd be nice if this this ends up being uh value or it ends up causing you to think about things for future tournaments that'd be that'd be great but i i won't interrupt the uh reflection any further i'll just say thank (laughs) you uh pijancho for coming on with an excellent question really appreciate it of
5: course yeah um i i just wanted to i guess i wanted to ask like one one uh are, are we running are, are we running a bit long here?
3: <laughs> well, we started late, but uh yeah, I mean, if it's a quick one, we can take one more.
5: Okay, yeah. Uh, uh this is more of a meme question than anything. Uh yeah. what what are what what do you what do y'all think are the odds of uh uh Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl being featured in a Genesis bracket?
3: <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Almost definitely going to happen.
3: Yeah, it's I feel like it's the potential, well, it's coming out when the beginning of next month. Yeah, um, it could month be a timing year. thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like unless it burns out pretty fast, I feel like it's almost certainly gonna gonna be there.
0: Yeah, it's got to survive the year because I don't think it's gonna be a Genesis eight, probably. Oh, right, because really? it's like too soon. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe it's literally gonna be a Genesis eight. I don't know. I, I
3: don't actually know, don't know like, what Genesis. I, is. I don't know what the scheduling is like. Is it if it's finalized then? No, actually, obviously. yeah, yeah.
0: That's so true. I, it could be a I mean, Genesis eight.
3: It's it's, maybe it's at a sweet spot where. It's it or maybe because it was announced a little bit ago, even maybe Sheridan or whoever is like, well, let's let's leave space open for it. See what the reception is. Maybe it's not finalized yet. I don't know. I don't pretend to know, but I to me, it feels like there's there's a decent chance it's there. The crossover, yeah. I mean, so many people have said they're going to stream it. Zane's talking about how he's going to be the best Sandy Cheeks week one, so we'll see how that pans out. But...
0: Toph got leaked, so I will be playing the game. Uh, I was not going to play unless they put Toph in. I just I just really <laughs> want to confuse people um, as much as possible uh, with Toph and then parentheses Toph. I want really people to stumble over their words as much as possible when they try to pronounce my name.
3: This man is tough. There
6: you go. Um That's
3: the third one. Yeah, so certainly certain I mean, you know, none of none of I don't think any of us really can make it happen or not. Oh, it's,
5: it's so it's practically guaranteed. Yeah, is so what hearing? we're saying is I think it oh, okay. yeah, at yeah. Point, <laughs> yeah, at some point maybe. At some point, yeah. <laughs>
3: Eventually, sure, yeah.
0: I mean like, you know, platform fighter games always, you know, Rivals is a, a you know, long-time mainstay in mm-hmm. a lot of majors, right? Mm-hmm. For example, and I think uh yeah, Slap City was run at Smash Summit one of those Mm. Uh, one of the iterations, right, and that's the same devs even.
5: So I think it will definitely happen.
3: Yeah, we'll check if it I out. Guess. But yeah, thank you, show You got any shout outs for us on your way out today?
5: Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for having. Uh, I'd like to shout out Riptide for having just some amazing events. I particularly really enjoyed following through um, Melee 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 Top Eight, uh, and also seeing rivals in person again for the first time in a while. Uh, uh, small shout really out. Really proud of Cake Assault. Yeah. Really proud yeah. of assault A little less proud of him for dislocating his shoulder. That sounds kind of rough.
3: I can't believe that happened.
5: Really <laughs> funny. That's Honestly, really it funny. was really awesome, and I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, props. Uh, he sure. deserves that. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And also, just uh, shout-out to Jade and the rest of the TO staff, and just TOs in general, for Heck being yeah. perhaps the unsung heroes of uh, many a community, but also, the, but especially the Melee community, I'd say. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, have a nice, have a nice night, y'all. Thank you. Have you a great too. one, Cho.
3: Hashtag pay the T.O.s. Um. I love how much, uh,
0: for example, um, like Leffen's been doing a pretty good job with this, with the Levo series, how he runs a matcherino that, that I think solely goes to pay staff, which mm. is awesome. Like, like mm. all of the, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all to uh, yeah, further support uh, his staff that, that does work very hard for that for that series. How I think much
3: he's... does he? How much did he raise with that?
0: Oh, it, de- it depends. every time, right? It depends yeah. on uh, well, the. Is there like it's... an
3: average range or anything?
0: No idea, but I mean, people contribute. I've, uh, I want to say the last level I commentated. I feel like there was uh, there were a couple like pretty hefty donations, and it ended up being probably I want to I want to say in the one to two thousand dollar range from the Maturino alone, which is pretty good
3: that's that's it's a start i don't think it'll solve the problem but it's cool that it's happening so yeah for that definitely all right um let's take our next caller we got uh Sneck here uh Sneck, how's it going where are you calling in from what's Sneck.
6: Your question? hey how's it going um yeah i'm calling in from wisconsin shout outs yeah
3: what's your question for us today Sneck from wisconsin
6: wisconsin <laughs> yeah so um yeah so I was at Riptide, it was pretty hype. It was a good time. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I was wondering specifically about how you all felt about the COVID spreading prevention methods. Uh, you know, performed Ooh. at Riptide. Uh, yeah, this is a big one. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are on the fence about majors right now. I'm currently Ooh. trying to figure out if I'm going to go to main stage or not. So I'm just wondering how you all felt about that. I felt pretty good about it. I think things went decently well. Um. I was wondering, you know, of course, Jason specifically. Maybe if you had any ideas of like what are the potential advancements, like what are the what were the shortcomings, if any, and what we're going to see in the future for majors in melee.
1: Hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh. 1st all, uh also thank you for volunteering at Riptide. Uh, yeah, it's a great time. Really cool. appreciate like you showing up and doing the things. And I was like, oh, teamwork is so good. But yes, thank you for volunteering. Yeah, it
6: was awesome. It was awesome.
1: Mm. Ooh, the question. Um I think a lot of it uh, a lot of the the COVID spreading prevention methods that like we put into action at Riptide, it was uh things we really thought about and really uh we we put a lot of thought into it because like, you know, first major back, uh kinda scary. We were like is this going to be like a big spreader event to be honest um i think one specific thing that riptide had that i think should be a, an advancement for like like eh, just really tournaments uh with covid is uh the amount of space we had uh mm. even like just in the general venue area, like, there's so much space in between, like, the tables with the setups, uh, but even, like, if you go, like, backstage, it's like, oh, there's, like, a really good amount of space so that, like, a uh, production has, like, enough space and, like, the people warming up in the back has enough space. Um, it also helped with, uh, avoiding too much crowding around tables, so, like, uh, past events where I helped out, like, I remember, um, what is it? genesis 6 genesis 6 uh it it was so hard to like weave and swim through the crowd basically because you know just a lot of people crowding around like tables and setups but Riptide had a lot of space that was amazing um Mm -hmm. covid spreading prevention methods i think other stuff that uh we put a lot of thought into was like okay how are we going to make it so that like a lot of the things that volunteers will be touching consistently such as like the laptops provided at the check-in desk the laptops for like putting in data data uh the clipboards for like pools specifically that even down to like oh people are touching pencils and these are like mechanical pencils so i'm gonna I-, I really will sanitize every single pencil someone uses and brings back um was really just like okay i know sanitizing these things either myself or delegating it to someone will take time. It's a, it's a thing, but I think it's like a necessary step when it comes to like, wow, we're coordinating like eh, many volunteers. I can't remember like 70, 80, 90 maybe, but like a lot of things that people were touching, we did our best to be like, okay, how do we lessen the amount of contact, like indirect contact people are going to have with each other? when it comes to like volunteers doing their shifts um mm-hmm. yeah and just you know really providing just like a, a fuck ton of of just materials like a uh, uh, hand sanitizer stations uh every single check-in desk had like a, a pile of like uh wipes to use um Tio specifically like uh masks for anyone who who needs uh, uh what else there was there was just a lot Oh. Smash GG sent us these cute little hand portable pocket hand sanitizers. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, wow. Greatest it was the greatest thing I I I witnessed. One of the greatest things I witnessed that weekend and I was just blown away by like this tiny object, but that was really cool. But like yeah, uh I felt pretty good at Riptide. I think space is one of the biggest thing other than like uh, m- things and materials provided for like people to use and also like lessen contact people have with each other as much as possible.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, the, the space thing is really interesting to me, right? Because uh, people are uh, like you said, they're crowding around. They're often getting really warm and stuff like that there. I mean, there's a lot that there's a lot of value that comes from that anyway. That just makes a tournament better, I think. So Mm -hmm. that's a really cool innovation just in general to, to come from that. So, does Did you find um, when you were creating more space that you had to give up something like an artist alley or, or set up space or anything like that?
1: Hmm. I don't feel qualified to fully answer that question because yeah. they brought us on like a month out and they were mm. like, well, here's our floor plan. And it was like, I oh, see. cool. And then we worked around that basically. But I like see. it was already laid out really well.
3: Okay. Yeah, I was just curious um what if 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 there were any serious trade-offs with that. But I, I do think it's valuable to have, mm-hmm. to have done that. And I am not a TO and I am I think Jade has answered everything really well. So I don't really have anything else to contribute. Uh Tof?
0: I uh went to Riptide and I have taken a covid test and I I did not catch covid. So Bog-chan. whatever they did same same. I got out on the other side. Now it's funny, I did get sick, <laughs> but I got normal sick, <laughs> not COVID sick. Uh, whatever, it happens. I mean I got like three mm-hmm. hours of sleep every night because of circumstances. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I did oh, just having a tough time. Oh, um,
3: the chillin' party. Well the chillin' givets. Chilling chillin party. Give it it wasn't even, you know,
0: chilling was whatever. It was actually the fly on the first night that really fucked Oh, me. that's right. I remember you talked uh, about it. The that. fly buzzing around my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's no. very sad when you turn your left and you like look out the window and the sun's rising and you still haven't fallen asleep and you're like, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, that's like a bad feeling. And uh, yeah, I think I just got sick, sick, you know, which, hey, that's cool. Haven't gotten sick in a while. So,
3: <laughs> yay.
0: That's right. That's right. Not COVID. That's positive, you know, so whatever. We'll take it. It's fine. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah,
3: I didn't catch COVID, so I can't argue with results. Yeah, I don't know if there's much else to be said about this, <laughs> but I do think it's a it's a fair question, and I appreciate you calling in with it, Snick. I will yeah, say, yeah. I will
0: add, uh, I will add that, um, you know, this was a concern because there was a, there was an event in, I believe it was Florida in June or July that, um, you know, I had seen people were pretty bad about like mask usage in terms of the street, like if you looked at the stream footage and stuff um, and people were, I would say, I mean, I'm sure Jade is, you know, instances of people kind of violating this either out of negligence or whatever, but I would say that overwhelmingly, most of the people I saw at Riptide did a very good job with their masks
1: oh oh yeah like staff jurisdiction to just yell at people if they're not wearing their mask correct and if Mm -hmm. they give us shit we do have jurisdiction to like call security or like (laughs) be like you need to if we're if it's like a big whole thing it's just like okay well like if you're not gonna abide by our rules like Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. goodbye but like
1: i think that was honestly was like a big thing because people like passively you know, will just be like, eh, it's fine, it's whatever. But like, when you're like, I don't want to say called out, but when you're like directly told by a staff member, like, hey, can you can you pull that over your nose? Uh it's like, right. oh, okay, I'll do it. And like, it, I I I yelled at so many people. I got really emotional. Not gonna lie, there were first day I was like, oh my gosh, so many people are not are not doing the thing. Um, it got to the point where like. Uh, Friday night and like Saturday,
2: mm-hmm. like
1: I guess I yelled at so many people that like uh, there would be times where I would just be like going around and then people who aren't wearing their mask correctly like look at me and then they they fix their mask
2: mm. and I was like
1: wow that's really powerful yeah. but also really great because like my voice is lost from just yelling at people on Friday so this is fine I'm I'm cool with that but right yeah.
3: Um well shout outs to Safety and uh shout outs to you, Snack, for calling in with the question. Much appreciated, gamer.
6: hmm Uh yeah, I'm really glad we talked about this. You know, got all the you know the big people to talk about something that's really important. So for all the people at home to know about it. Um so yeah, I guess my shout outs are just uh you Jade and all the other staff at uh at Reptile. y'all are awesome. And also Peanut by uh twenty percent and all the other MDVA homies out there,
2: heck yeah! Love Penophobia. Mm-hmm. All right, All right uh, take care, All right, I think that's
0: our last caller for the day. It's some some juicy ones today.
3: Yeah, some good ones. Mm-hmm. For sure. Some
0: juicy ones.
3: Jade helping us get some good questions. Thanks, Jade, for that. I think um, something about Jade's intellectual
0: aura <laughs> is attracting these.
3: You know what I mean? Must be these it. sorts
0: of questions. Yeah.
3: Must be it um, which I'm really into for sure, totally fair and valid point toE um and I, I mean I want to really touch back on something we talked about here at the beginning of the show today. I want to touch on it here um at the end again. I said Jade and I were talking a little before the show started, and Jade, I think your story you know is. Uh, you're you're coming up as a TO, and I think that's wonderful. And I think you know you talked about all these things you're optimizing and and working on and learning, and I think that's fantastic. But at the same time, you're also doing this as as a non-binary person. And I wanted, and you were telling me that as you were rising as a TO and learning more about how you fit into the community, you were learning more about how you fit in your own skin. And I'd love to hear as much as you're willing to share about that for people out there, if that's okay.
1: Hmm. Mm. Yeah. It. Uh it was really interesting in the sense of like uh me 2015 2016 I am just uh, I am not only new to TOing, I'm new to melee and so I'm just this fresh face random person who's like hi come to my tournaments and you know like uh people didn't really know me uh and at the time it was just like I'm running weeklies this is sick and then uh late really late 2000 Sixteen is when uh i I don't know I realize I was trans, but like I was openly trans, and I was like pretty open about that, but like hi, yes, please, uh I changed a single letter in my name, and also just if you're having trouble with they them pronouns, just I don't know, pretend I'm two people I play ICEs. uh <laughs> but like it was honestly really hard, uh really difficult at the time it both like me being kind of new in the community and like not knowing a whole lot of like what's going on i didn't know any other like trans people who were Mm -hmm. in like norcal melee who or like at least like the norcal melee that was my little scene of like bay area specific and Mm -hmm. so like it was a little bit of a struggle uh not in the sense of like Uh, Not only in the sense of, like, oh, people are, like, getting used to this, but it's more of, like, uh, a lot of, I would say, like, uh, like 2017, 2018, a lot of it, I realized, like, oh, more people are coming to my events, that's sick. But I realized a thing in that people started respecting me and respecting my pronouns and my name. Uh, when I say people, I mean like the general broad Home- mm-hmm. homies. Always were homies, but like the general broad mm-hmm. community. Um, people started respecting that about me once I quote like proved myself and proved my- proved that my events are good. That mm. I run, I ran good events there in that space, and like uh, I was like, oh well, at least people are getting better. And then like. Now I'm sitting back, I'm just like, wow, that's that's kinda fucked up. Yeah.
2: Like mm-hmm.
1: if my uh if like the the, the 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 test of like oh yeah, is is this something I'm gonna make a like a very small amount of effort on is like because like oh yeah, I mean like uh you're the to of the tournaments I wanna go to and you know don't piss off the TO. So like of course I'm going to just be like, Well, yeah, sure. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah but, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't oh, sorry, feel
0: like your your performance as a TO is tied to people giving you a base amount of respect.
1: Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. it was it was rough, but uh, I would say like towards the end of uh, like two thousand nineteen or onwards, like it got a lot better. I I think part of it is contributed to, to the fact that it's just like I, not that I knew more people in the community, but like I had was I had been around like a, a good amount to where like people got used to just using my pronouns correctly. Mm -hmm. And uh, also partly because, like, I... eh, That was also the era where I started, like, eh, not introducing myself, but, like, eh, not reaching out, but, like, getting to know more of, like, the broader Melee community outside of just, like, my small NorCal region. And I was like, oh! Oh my gosh! Trans people in Melee, imagine! And then, like... It was a thing, and I was like, oh my god, people are so cool. Uh, And, like, nowadays, uh, like, there's gay lay. Uh, There have been times, like, at my events, like, I've had, like, trans players come up to me, and I've been like, oh yeah, like, I started wearing my pronoun pin to tournaments after I saw you wear your pronoun pants. I was like, oh my god, thank you, but also, like, go you! Uh, And I think it's just, like, a general cultural thing of just like, oh, they're just being more normalized in ter- like like uh they them pronouns and other pronouns. It's just being more normalized and people are really I don't say more accepting, but like just more down to vibe with them and just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're just another cool melee person.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh you I mean I'm 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 glad it feels more like people are just doing it and 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 less Mm -hmm. than it's tied to your uh respect of 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 you running sick events because you know you you shouldn't have to run sick events for people to give you that level of respect and i you know Mm -hmm. would really certainly hope that people these days are are you know even if they had no idea that you were in run some of the best events uh out there these days they're 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 still gonna address you the way you you want to be addressed you know uh but that's really awesome to hear and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Galey Galey was, uh, Gailey, Galey Summit, I guess, there's been two at this point, right? They, they've, they've been really mm-hmm. fun to watch, for sure. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool, and, and with, like, you know, Melee post events and stuff like that, uh, it's been awesome to see that kind of, not only, you know, not only that level of, first of all, representation, but also just, like, a lot of creativity, I think, goes into mm-hmm. these things because they're a little bit, you know, they're like, you know, same way with uh, was it the Black Power Invitational that uh, did you did you help out with that? Um, that was on Homemade Waffles' channels as, as well. Yeah. Um, that was that was sick to see, um, as as well, right? And uh, you know.
1: Oh yeah, great event. Loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, which which by the way, I mean, first of all, uh, t- to run that sort of thing. In and of itself is just awesome, but also like man, it's also just great matches from that tournament. I, I thought it was so awesome. Oh, Gele, yeah. Gele, same way. I, I really geeked out over. Uh, it was, I believe, Logan. Um, I, I saw it was Kuyashi Ryo beat, and then it was Logan Ryo beat, and I got to see how uh, Kuyashi's Marth versus Logan's Marth kind of differed in in that matchup, and I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's great when these sorts of things and 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 just the beautiful melee kind of come together, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, there was a lot of Melee that I still remember, like, watching, uh, like, uh, first Gala Summit, and then, like, when I rewatched, uh, like, the VODs of, like, the second one, and then, like, for for Bemi, the Black Empowerment Melee Invitational, like, I still remember the pools match of uh the falcon ditto of bab activated versus salt salt
0: yep that oh my god gone, like, it,
1: literally my favorite falcon ditto set of all time it's yeah, so funny yeah, yeah. it's so fun that like, set was
0: great, great. <laughs> that set was And great. It,
1: was, it was in pools too like whoa you didn't have to
0: the pools were this, yeah but i were, love it, it was, yeah.
5: yeah
0: yeah it was great oh, And yeah. any uh mm-hmm. any honestly any melee fan should go find that set and watch it bab activated versus Salt by the way, I got to shout out Salt. Salt was somebody that I met. well, one of the many people that I met physically for the first time at uh, Riptide. Salt's fucking awesome. We sat at a TV and we played. It was actually me, Salt and Logan, as a matter of fact. Cool. Uh, we sat at a TV and we played for like two two had to be like two hours. Uh, something like that. It was a pretty pretty long period of time. That was extremely fun. Um, except playing Fox Marth against Logan, which is not fun. But. <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever unfortunate yeah that's dope it's really cool to hear jade so it sounds like upcoming plans for you low tide low tide city and then uh, i guess yeah. genesis huh
1: oh, sorry i say that one more time
0: oh and then i said it and then genesis i guess after that
1: maybe maybe possibly might be another thing in the middle of that in Genesis. We'll see. Act, act, still in the works. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. But yeah, generally the the game plan as of right now. It's uh, really exciting.
3: But I think there's yeah, a TO that's going to figure it out. I think it'll be you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: The new melee head TO of Genesis. That's a prestigious title. You know, I got to tell you, that's a uh, that's big. That's that's yeah. that that's that Uncle Ben stuff. With great power comes great responsibility.
2: <laughs> you
3: know? True.
1: Yeah, I mean. I'm glad I'm not doing it alone, because it, it, it's, it's the sort of challenge that's, like, good, but also, like, super scary, because, like, oh, it's a big thing. Mm. Like, a lot of responsibility. But, like, I feel like we're going to kill it. It's going to be good. Wow. And it's Genesis, you know, like, NorCal. Day,
2: it's
1: oh, yeah.
0: NorCal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a good team, I think, with you, so mm-hmm. I think it should be good. And I'll uh, I'll see you there. Yeah. Tell All right. You.
3: How you feeling about throwing it to uh, Jade's community voice here?
0: That's what I was the the next. That's exactly where I was I was headed. Oh, do you my. have a uh, do you have a community voice f- question for the uh, for the listeners on the YouTube to uh, to to drop some some takes on?
1: I do. I do. Uh, okay, here we go. My question is, um, what or sorry, Ooh, scratch that first word. Uh, who are the To hidden bosses in your region that help? carry your scene but like should be more known
2: Ooh.
0: i i have even i have even people that i just want to shout out you know i'll mm-hmm. i'll save it for for the beginning of uh the next episode when we uh when we talk about it there's definitely i mean norcal alone has a long 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 list of um i'll shout out one of them right now julian symington was really the to yeah. when i started getting into norcal melee when i first moved here and i had the the good pleasure of seeing uh him this past weekend uh for for the first time in a long time and um yeah but but you know norcal melee i've I've been involved in several scenes at this point of course but it's a great question I'm hoping we get some some cool answers here.
3: Yeah I think it's a wonderful question. I'm looking forward to shouting out tos I think that's that's a, that's a wonderful thing to do and I'm glad we got to shout you out today, Jade. It was it was great to have That's you right. on and learn more about you and you know where you're where you're going as well. So thank you for all you do for us.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This was a lot of fun.
3: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys out there for watching. Thank you to for joining me as well as always. And we will see you guys next time on Radio Bailey.
2: Peace.